Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known still, the United States of America. I have every hope that it shall remain that way. Yeah, I have every hope that it shall remain that way. If you step up to the plate. If you don't, then, of course, the country uh, can be lost. I'm C.L. Bryant. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. Thank you all for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant, coast to coast, border to border, right here on the Talk Monster, the Talk Monster Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in uh, the nation and the most listened to. And let me ask you this. Let me say this. If you haven't uh, seen our uh, billboard in Times Square, right above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, be sure when you're riding through, driving through, walking through um, Times Square, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not. And the red state, the talk monster, the red state uh, talk billboard is there and every hour, 24 hours a day, the CL Bryant show does in fact pop up there on the big screen. And I certainly uh, am glad that we and you hooked up here today so that we can continue laying the planks in the bridge that we're going to have to build and have the conversation that we're going to have to have. Hey, picture this. Imagine this. Imagine this. You have bought yourself. You bought yourself because you happen to like the guy or you like the idea of his candidacy or whatever. And you go out and you buy yourself a, a MAGA hat. Or you go buy yourself a Biden hat. And you buy yourself a Biden flag. You buy yourself a MAGA flag. You buy yourself a Go Trump flag or a Go Biden flag. And there you are. There you are in America. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere in America. Any, there you are anywhere in America. But the fact of the matter is you are in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. And there you are with your Biden flag or your Trump flag or your Biden cap or your Trump cap, your Biden pen or your Trump pen, and you're minding your own business. You're not doing anything to anybody. And you're exercising your American right to express yourself. That's the basic right of any human being is to express themselves. Individually, not that you're trying to get anybody's face or anything, uh, not that you intentionally want to peeve anybody off. You just want to let people know where you stand. But because you stand where you stand, 
that says to some people and evidently a lot of people who the Democrats actually commend and support because they don't condemn or run them out of town. And those are people who commit violence against you for having a political opinion that is different than theirs. I've experienced this long before you saw this in the street. I experienced this when I was a pastor of a church. I had a political opinion that was mine. And I didn't preach it to them. I didn't preach it to the congregation or anything like that. They just knew because of my national involvement, the things that I become nationally involved in. And then I made a film about it. And it actually brought recognition to the church and it made us made me uh, and actually made the church many friends, too. But guess who didn't see that? Guess who didn't appreciate that? I'll tell you what it was. It was the people who didn't appreciate me having an opinion different than theirs. It was people who was worried about what other folks would think if uh, a pastor had an opinion other than the normal opinion of black preachers in the South at the time. Oh, but I've made many converts since then. And you know what? A whole bunch of them voted for Donald John Trump in this past election. In fact, uh, I had been uh, successful enough in carrying the message that I carry for the last uh, 11 years since I spoke in Washington, D.C. to that 1.5 million that showed up there on that September uh, 11th. Oh, no, it was September 12th. It was the 12th of September. 2009, 9-12, Oh, the news media started their uh, silliness way back then because they didn't give us all of the props that they should have. Even Fox tried to downgrade the number, but the aerial footage of that crowd stretched from the Capitol all the way to the White House, which is one mile. And it was shoulder-to-shoulder people for one mile. And 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 I I've, I've experienced this. Because I my my opinion was not uh deemed to be one that should be heard. And if it was heard and if it was possible that it could be heard, shut him up. Make him quiet. Get, run him. Let's. Hey, we. Doesn't matter that he's loved us and pastored us for nine nine years. He's different. Uh, we. Huh. This will make us look bad in, in in the eyes of our liberal friends. So therefore, the opinion of one must be stymied, not tolerated. Although everyone would want their opinions tolerated, wouldn't they? 
Oh, we definitely live in an alternative world right now. There's no question about it, and I have a feeling that it's going to last that way. But there is a question that is looming, and it will be looming here, especially in the next 24, 48 hours, I'm telling you. It's going to be looming. There's a question that is going to be looming. Here's the question. 30 million more people voted in this uh, presidential, this past presidential election than did in the previous election. Um, problem is, problem is, they can't be accounted for. Who are they? And uh, who are they? You have, uh, listen, folks, if you don't believe the fox is in the hen house, and I tweeted out something to that effect, uh, just a little bit ago at Rev R E V C L Bryant at Rev C L Bryant. Go there, check it out. Uh, because the fox is in the hen house. How is it possible that we can't audit this vote? Huh? How is it possible that we can't um, make sure that that was a touchdown? Are you hearing me? Listen, was it a catch or was it not? Wasn't a catch. If you can't show who voted and where they voted. If this 2020 election, presidential election, is not audited, may not change the outcome, may not change it at all. But if it's not audited, the faith in the system of voting for at least 71 million people will be gone. And you, America, will become truly, in government and in practice, a third world country where You do have a democratic government, which means mob rule. Your republic will be gone. The republic will be gone. You'll have a democratic form of government. That's why they uh, can call dictatorships a democratic republic. Hmm? Uh but you just drop the republic. It's a democratic government. Total mob rule. We want to know how is it possible that you have such a sweep in the House of Representatives from coast to coast. And I do believe we're going to hold on to those uh, Senate seats, even though the The race is on, the war is on, and mud is being slung every which way. Only thing I can say to the Republicans in Georgia, mind your peas, your pints and quarts. Mind your pints and quarts. 
Uh, and if you see any opening and, and they listen, yes, I'm a Baptist preacher ordained and all of that. And it's, you know, seminary trained, all that kind of stuff. <sighs> but listen, <laughs> my friends, there's something wrong here. I've said it before. I'll say it again. How is it possible? And you need to think about this because you, the American people, can call 71 million people ask for an audit or call for an audit. There's going to be one or there's going to be civil war. I'm telling you, we're staring down the face of civil war. How is it possible that black people increased their voting percentage for Donald John Trump eight percentage points more this time around, which means black voices for Trump of who I was on the board, a founding member of the advisory board for the president. We did our job. I said uh, on this show, I can go back and get in the archives, uh, that we were going to deliver anywhere from 16 to 18% of the vote, I nailed it. There were some talking 25 and 30. But no, we delivered what I said we would. 16 to 18% of the vote. 16, a little, right at 16% is what we delivered. The Latino vote delivered uh, twice as many. Nearly three times as many votes this time around for the president than they did the last time. That's percentage. That's percentage wise. Mathematically, it's almost impossible. Mathematically, if you understand percentages, it's almost impossible for him to have lost this race it is possible however if you can't account for 30 million votes <laughs> oh yeah yeah and uh hey you can you can believe this now I, you know i'll be i'll be I'll gladly eat crow if you just give me a little salt and pepper with it if I have to, I'll gladly eat the crow if I have to. Well, this is what I'm saying to you. If we don't audit this thing, if we don't audit the election rolls, every county where elections were held and make very sure that more people alive and registered voted as it was indicated and those who are dead and unregistered didn't vote unless we audit the number of people in the county to be sure that more votes weren't cast in that county than there are people who are registered to vote in a county or at least those that were that were just you know we need to we need to audit this whole thing just need to audit it the whole thing so that we, the people, 
do not lose faith or any more faith in this system. Because quite frankly, folks, I'm going to tell you, if, 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 if this holds, if this stands the way it is without any answers as to what happened, okay, we know what the media is saying. We know what MSNBC and CNN and all of them, we know what they're saying. But friends on the ground where these votes were cast, there's a whole lot of, uh-oh, you need to, we need to audit this. And we need to spend the money to do it. And then, uh, and hey, if it turns out that Joe Biden actually pulled this off, then, uh, you know, hey, uh, Mr. President Trump, step down, concede, defeat, and let's move on. If Joe Biden actually won the race, well, hey, this this is America. Uh, it's time to concede and move on. But, but, if this election was stolen in any, if this election was fraudulent in any way, and Joe Biden ascends to the presidency and, and it's been stolen, you have lost your country. Because once those electors make him president of the United States, that is not, they, that, that's not going to be reversed. That's final. That is constitutionally final. So you better wake up. And you better get on the good foot right now. I thought, hey, I was stupid enough to think there was an awakening going on in uh, in this country. I was stupid enough to believe that. And 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 you know, I, I uh, knew that by becoming a part of, uh, I was asked to be on uh, this advisory board for the president. Uh, contacted to be on the advisory board and. And I got to tell you something, I was honored. So, 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 so honored. Uh, my wife was very proud, you know, and, and all of this type of thing. Jane um, was very proud um, that, you know, that it occurred and, and all of that, you know. And so we did our part. We delivered uh, more of the black vote than anyone would anticipate. We kicked open doors so that those who would be free and wanted to be free could come out and for those who in the future would want to experience their own freedom of trying something different, exploring different ideas, exploring more fiscally uh, conducive ideas could do so we kicked that door open yeah there are plenty who still wouldn't walk through but we'll talk about that when i return with more cl bryant show Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa. 
play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. C.L. back with you on this great day in the USA. You mean to tell me that uh, the man who got on track the medical community, the immune, um, the, the people who make drugs, you mean to tell me that the man who got them on the good foot to working on um, immunization for this COVID-19. Working on immunization for a virus who, in like circumstances, immunization takes a year or longer, two, three years, not just a year, two, three years or longer. You mean to tell me that the president who's able to get that done, the president who lowered, who had the lowest unemployment rate among black people and Latinos and women in 60 years, but blacks and Latinos in history in this nation. You mean to tell me that the man who has strengthened our military back to uh, the strength that it was right after World War II. You, You mean to tell me that the man who has overseen markets in this country, stock markets in this country, soar to heights that no one could have dreamed of. You're telling me that you voted him out? I don't think you did. I don't think you did. But I can tell you this. If you don't act on what you should act on in the next uh, two or three weeks. You would have overseen and let pass. I think, um, who was it? I forget the name of the guy who did the Latanza, the Latanza, um, the, 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 air, the heist at... Um, LaGuardia Airport back in was it the seventies? I think it was. It was then called the biggest heist in American history. This will be the biggest heist in modern history. If the Democrats are successful at stealing a presidential election from a president who probably won by a landslide. And they knew he would. You know how we know that they knew he would? That they, they, Everybody anticipated him to. Business owners certainly anticipated him to win. Let me tell you how you knew. Let me tell you how you knew. 
the boards on the windows of their buildings. They knew that when Trump won, the Democrat supporters would tear their buildings and their, they'd break their glasses, would break their windows. They knew this. They knew it. But what they didn't know is if the heist would actually be pulled off. It could be pulled off without detection. It would have been, we, we could have detected it if we had been allowed to see, to observe, and we weren't. And you have the media saying that uh, all of this, but no, when you have observers being denied the opportunity to observe elections, then you have problems. Something ain't right. You have problems. And you have to solve that. So, my friends, uh, just as I was stupid enough to believe that there was an awakening happening in this country. Huh. Yeah. And listen, I understand we we haven't been Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts in America. Uh, There's always been some 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 chicanery going on. We you know, we all know that. It's c'est la vie. It's the way life is, isn't it? That's the way it is. I mean, there's always a little hanky and panky going on somewhere. There's always a little going on. It may not be going on in your house. and It may not be going on in, in your church. Uh, it may not be going on in your neighborhood. But you can believe that somewhere is happening. Somebody someplace. Oh, they're definitely living in the rat race, baby. I'm telling you. That happens. And it affects you. But if you stand by without audit, having this election audited, you will have actually aided and abetted biggest heist that has ever taken place. And that is the heist in front of your eyes. Now, a lot of people did do say and did say that, the, you know, the uh, the electing of John F. Kennedy of course, was rigged, too. Probably was. It's different than this, though. It's different than this. Nixon was not a sitting president. He was a sitting vice president. John F. Kennedy was a senator from Massachusetts. What even made this election close was that Kennedy outfoxed Nixon as a younger looking man on national television. That's what outfoxed Nixon. And it was easy for the mob to manipulate just a few hundred, a few thousand votes to put him in. And so you have a different situation here. You have a situation here where, and if you don't wake up to it, I mean, shame on you. Because I will never, unless there's an audit telling me different, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, I will never recognize Joe Biden as the legitimate president of the United States. 
if there's not an audit to this election. Now, you just call me whatever you want to. But I will never do it. I will never. I will recognize the office. I will honor the office. Unlike those who uh, will take your American flag, our American flag, and burn it. Unlike them, I will never disrespect my country. I will never disrespect the constitutional office of the presidency. But I will never, unless there's an audit, unless there's an audit of this election, and that audit certifies Joe Biden as the winner of the presidential election of 2020, if that audit does that, hail to the chief. But if they don't have an audit, I will never acknowledge Joe Biden as president of the United States, as the legitimate president of the United States. And you had better take some type of action in your mind and in in your determination yourself. Because, yeah, don't be like, I was stupid enough to believe that the progressive uh, media and the, 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 the liberal, uh, so, the socialist liberals in the Democrat Party, I was stupid enough to believe that they had not progressed as far as they have. That they had not been building this cheat machine And putting it and manipulating it and studying other places where it has worked, like in Russia. Oh, hell, Vladimir Putin wins um, elections by 78%. (laughs) Just to make it look good. (laughs) Just to make it look good. Yeah, he wins by 78%. 22% of the people don't like him. (laughs) just to make it look let us know how how things are coming along (coughs) pardon me let us know how things are coming along is handed down to these pre-saints so that we'll know how to manipulate this thing we need to know in America we made it look good Uh, Joe thought he'd make it look the Democrats wanted to look good don't think Biden Biden Listen, Biden knew he shouldn't be president of the United States, but he did know this, that he didn't have to worry about it. He he did know that the fix was in. He, he knew that. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden knew that the fix was in. Why else would a presidential candidate know that he can just stay in his basement? He, he How else would a presidential? Listen, does it make sense to you in anybody's world? That a presidential candidate can uh, go out blindfolded, basically, and speak to people in cars 100 yards away, 100 feet, 100 yards, whatever, away from him. And he talks to them over a loudspeaker so he doesn't get corona and so forth. And, you know, Joe's advanced age, so I don't blame him for looking out for himself and all that. I don't blame him for that. I don't blame him for that. But. 
just not very charismatic or presidential or exciting. But yet that man, that man who has never gotten more than 1% of his party's approval, never. Kamala Harris didn't even make it to the primaries. Never. Did she, I mean, you know, didn't make it to, uh, to Iowa. She didn't even make it there. Joe, Joe w- was glad to get out of there with his teeth. And he had to go down to South Carolina where uh, James Clyburn, Jim Clyburn, stepped in and saved him because he was going to go down in flames there. But Jim Clyburn uh, spent most of his, well, spent some of his, Jim Clyburn has a wealth, has a, a bottomless pit, I think, of uh, political favors that he can call in in South, in South Carolina. Yeah. He has all kind of favors he can call in. He called them in to get make sure Biden had it. Otherwise, Bernie would have got it. Bernie would have been the nominee if Jim Clyburn had liked Bernie, which he doesn't. My point, Joe Biden has never been a winner. He has nobody has ever wanted him to be anything in the party until now. And the only reason they wanted Joe Biden to be, uh, well, they chose Joe Biden to be it now is because they could not stand to put Bernie or Elizabeth Warren or Kamala Harris or Pete Buttigieg out front. I think Amy Klobuchar was their choice, should have been their choice, if they were going to be honest. Amy Klobuchar should have been their choice. But, of course, they were all hung up on and uh, Kamala Harris uh, by mandate by uh, of uh, the Congressional Black Caucus and Van Jones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you have to have and, and of course, Klobuchar, Klobuchar chimed in on it, too. She gave away her seat at the table, which she rightly deserved. To have a woman of color and you choose giggling Kamala, that is probably the fakest, phoniest laugh since Hillary Clinton. She's fake. She's phony. Don't you see that? And this election, unless it is audited county by county, to make sure that more people didn't vote in that county than are registered to vote. Unless that happens, where we get an accurate, accurate count of voters, and then we get an accurate count of votes cast until this election is audited in that fashion. I will never recognize Joe Biden as the legitimate president of the United States. If they audit this election and uh, it, it shows, it appears and it shows that Joe Biden has legitimately won the election for some ungodly reason. He beat Donald John Trump and America has actually turn back to its own vomit 
for some ungodly reason, that turns out to be the case. Then Joe Biden, I will say to you, hail to the chief, Mr. President, and my allegiance will be to be a good citizen of the United States and to hold you accountable as my president. But unless that is audited and we get this true vote, and I got to call Catherine Engelbrecht. Yeah, I got to get get Catherine Engelbrecht on the on the phone on uh, Michelle. We got to get her on. True the vote. I remember doing several events with Catherine uh, years ago now in in um, Texas, and yeah, we kicked off this thing called Testudo, um, sort of a Roman thing. Uh, what, yeah. But anyway, the flange, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, but 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 if it's not certified, if it's not if it's not audited, hey, it's not audited. I uh, I will never I will never recognize him as the legitimate president of the United States. Donald Trump will be the legitimate president of the United States. And uh, I was stupid enough, stupid enough. To believe that there was an awakening going on and just when that occurs, what do you do? What do you do? I want to talk about uh, the poisoning of the American bloodstream when I return. How complete is that? How complete is the injection the poisoning of the American bloodstream. How snake bit are we? Well, we'll talk about it when I return. How do we purge ourselves? Is it something that we can throw up? Something that we can purge from our system? How do we go about doing it? I'll be back. I'm going to talk to you men of God, you preachers, you rabbis and imams as well. Priest. When I return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show, if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, download free the T-H-E-C-L Bryant Show. Follow me on Twitter at Rev, R-E-V-C-L Bryant, at Rev, C-L Bryant, and uh, I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, so you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. 
Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. Years ago, I was um, poisoned, and um, years ago, and um, I. I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I have a very good idea uh, how it happened and who may have been responsible for that. Uh, I was just, a, a, you know, I was young. I was a young man, and story somewhat convoluted, but I'm, so I'm not going to tell it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was, I was poisoned, and uh, once I realized um, that. Something was because um, I, I realized I realized it uh, almost immediately, and well, I want to say immediately within the within thirty minutes to an hour. You know, I started being severely ill, and um, I was told that I needed to purge, but not to throw up whatever it was because if it was something really bad, I, mean, I may never, I may burn my esophagus or my vocal cords, or whatever you know. And uh, so you had to, uh, you know, start with either milk or chocolate milk or something of that nature. Cream, crema, you know, cream, coat your stomach with cream, something that will help in the purging process. That was my first experience with being poisoned. Um of course, I've had food poisoning on occasion, but this wasn't that. This was something else. And so um, America's bloodstream, though, has been injected with a poison, and the antidote is one that we've always had available to us for this type of uh, poisoning, but it's one that we don't seem to honor anymore because we kneel in front of the symbol of freedom. We, we have allowed people to turn the symbol of freedom in the world into some uh, item that in their minds represents a nation that has oppressed them. Led by millionaires. This movement is led by millionaires. And it's fueled by jackasses, excuse my French, who are paid exorbitant amounts of money to play a game that I love. I love football. I love to watch it. But I don't care what political 
viewpoints these athletes have when they're on the football field. I might be interested if they wrote an, an intelligent blog or had a great podcast or something of that nature. I'd, I'd be very happy to listen to their political uh, thoughts. But um, when I come home from um, church on Sunday afternoons, um, you know, after everything is settled down and, you know, you spend some time with uh, the family and the wife, you know, me, I always tape these games anyway. And a lot of times uh, back in the day, back when, uh, you know, Jane and I were, you know, I spend the whole Sunday. As long as nobody told me, as long as I could stay away from the scores of the games, I had them recorded. And uh, we'd spend, sometimes it'd be 11 o'clock at night. She's gone to bed, you know, and uh, I'm up. I get up. I got up. She's gone to bed. Went on. She went to sleep. I got up. I'm headed for the den to watch two or three games. <laughs> I just blow through them, especially as get interesting. You know, I tape them. So, so my point is this. What I'm saying is this. When I tune those games in, what I want to see, football. That's the only reason you even, it's the only reason you even recorded it was because you, you didn't want to see the politics. You wanted to see football. And being the uh, descendant of military veterans, World War II, World War I, Spanish-American War, father, grandfather, great-grandfather. I certainly am not down for somebody kneeling in front of the flag that they uh, fought for. Uncles did too. Oh, man, yeah, he did too. I had one uncle who had been in three branches of the service. Oh, yeah, James Bryant, Uncle Bo Bryant, James Bryant. He was in three. He even was in the Merchant Marines. <laughs> Old Bo. Bo Bryant. Uncle James. And so when we um, look at the blood poisoning, that's going on in this nation at this point in time. How do we purge it? How do we get rid of it? We've, be, we've ignored the thing that has kept us safe from being poisoned. We've, we've, we've ignored it. What was it? It was a love of God and country. Now you have a former bartender from New York. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's become a global brand in two and a half, three years, in two and a half years, she's become a global brand. And because of her rhetoric and the weakness of a political structure that is, it has emerged in this country, you have actual cities, large cities 
in this nation who are defunding their police officers. What? For what? Uh, You're talking about defunding. Now, now understand, you have Ocasio-Cortez saying that. But you also have those in, in that Republican Party, I mean, in the Democrat Party, who are saying, oh, oh, hold on now, Bob Louie. <laughs> hold on now, Bob Louie. Yeah, you have some who are saying, well, yeah, I, I, I did say that at first, but I'm not saying it not so much now. That's Bernie. Bernie's doing that. Bernie's bagging off. Uh, I think he's doing that to give Joe room to back off. Huh? Now, Minneapolis and all the places where uh, police are being defunded, guess what? Well, yeah, crime rises. New York City is is back to being a, a, a concrete jungle like it was back in the 70s. Oh, man, I went up to New York City for a brief time up in the 70s just to look around. I was uh, trying to, I did a little acting, I mean, tried to do a little acting, get some way, way, way off Broadway stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, but it was a jungle. And if I hadn't been familiar with the streets of Shreveport and New Orleans and Baton Rouge, which, you know, that basically cut my teeth on those and hadn't been uh, down in Laredo and Texas and Brownsville, Texas and Houston. And, uh, you know, it wasn't a little bit streetwise. New York can, could have taken you out. or it take, New York would take a country boy out. But I was a country boy, but I was streetwise because I'd been living in the city for a long time. And friends, let me tell you something. You defund the police. You're going to get what you got in Washington, D.C. last night. Imagine this sitting at a table outside. I mean, and I've done it too. It's sweet George Browns. I've eaten outside. Well, this wasn't where this happened, I don't believe. But I've eaten outside of sweet George Browns. Uh, wonderful, wonderful food down home cooking. Ooh, they have excellent, excellent food. And But they have an out, you can sit outside there at Sweet George Browns. And it was a great day in D.C. I think the cherry blossoms, all that was in bloom, all that kind of stuff. And uh, imagine sitting out there at this nice restaurant. You, they're about to bring you, and the waiters are all just, you know, first class, everything. They're about to bring you your food and everything. And some clown comes up and sets off fireworks in your face in, 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 in the place where you're sitting. I mean, he, he aims them at you. What the? Huh? Are you kidding me? Now, you'd have to forgive me. You'd have to forgive me. You'd have to forgive me. But if I was there with my wife or children or whatever, and I could just get my hands on this individual, 
Lord, Lord, please. Lord, please don't let me. Lord, please. I'm going to hurt him. But Lord, please don't let me kill this man. I'm going to hurt him. But Lord, please don't let me kill this man. If, if some idiot did that to my family. I'm very much like the, like Peter. I'm, I'm, I, I, I like, I, I'm more and more like Jesus. I'd love to be, but I'm, I'm really more in my natural self. I'm very much draw the sword type guy. Oh yes. I've been with Jesus. <laughs> He's an old friend of mine, but I know my limitations and I know my frailties. And I pray God helps me with them. But the type of things that we are putting up with. We cannot put up with this. We cannot put up with this. You know why? Because we wouldn't do it to them. And if we start doing this back to them. If we start, you know, just picking up, picking fights with them, we could. Then America, we might as well have fired the first shots of the next American civil war. The country on this election cycle is not evenly split because Trump won this election by a landslide. They had to cheat. As far as I'm concerned, because I need an audit. They had to cheat to even come close to winning. Their folks didn't show up. Ours did. Now we got to prove it here in just a few short days. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. Don't you. Go anywhere. I'll return after the top of the hour. Hang in there. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is 
America still, even in the midst of this turmoil, yes, and we shall get past this too, or we will have a civil war. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Yeah, you heard me say it right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. Thank you for helping us build the bridge to conversation daily here over Red State Talk Radio, the Talk Monster. Yeah, and uh, largest platform, talk platform in the country. Glad to be a part of the family. Want to welcome aboard all of our um, sister and affiliate uh, stations uh, that rebroadcast and broadcast the show around the country. I want to um, uh, thank our, our friends up there at Loving Liberty in Utah. Uh, shout out to Kathy Smith and all of our friends there in Utah. I want to uh, thank you uh, for welcoming us at this time of the day into your vicinity. I said it before. I said it earlier in the show. I'm going to say it again to reiterate the tone that I'm setting for this show and setting, setting the tone for myself and hopefully for you, my listeners. There has to be an audit of this race, county by county, to make sure that more people did not vote then are registered because my friends, it's just too hokey pokey for this to be reality. Otherwise we have gone through the looking glass and over the rainbow. Okay. That's what's happened here. Make no mistake about it, but I'm telling you again, I'm saying this to you. This is my, this is my, I'm telling you this because I am not saying this for anything other than the fact that I, I'm declaring this myself. I will never acknowledge Joe Biden as president of the United States, legitimate president of the United States, unless there is an official audit you the american people we can demand it 70 71 72 million people vote for uh, a candidate more than anybody 10 million more than voted for the first black president of the united states and, and he loses the race no 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 i will never recognize joe biden as the legitimate president of these United States, unless we, the American people, are able to see, oversee, and audit of this 2020 election. And if that audit turns up that Joe Biden did, in fact, win the presidency of the United States, then I will say to him, say to the nation, hail to the chief, Mr. President. But until that day comes, until we have an audit, and until the American people are satisfied that this was, in, in fact, free and fair election. I will never acknowledge him as the legitimate president of the United States. I am not saying I'm going to disrespect the office or our country. No, I am the descendant of men who fought for this country 
World War II, World War I, and the Spanish-American War. Father, grandfather, and great-grandfather, I will never disrespect the Constitutional Office of President, but I will not recognize as the Commander-in-Chief everything that he would do would be illegitimate. And you know the fact of the matter is the legitimate president of the United States would still be Donald John Trump. And hey, folks, let me tell you something. You better hear me on this. <laughs> Four years, Trump is Biden's age. Now, I don't know uh, how mentally sound any of us will be in four years. But the oddest thing about it is everybody was, was afraid that uh, Trump would make himself king and serve, uh, you know, as long as he wants for 12 years, maybe. <laughs> well, what if he runs again in 24 and wins after Biden crashes the car into the wall? As he surely will. Oh, as he surely will. If Trump wants to right now, he's uh, how is it possible that more people voted for him than came out to vote for the first black president? Ten million more people voted for Donald John Trump than voted for Barack Obama. And he loses. When when eight percent of eight more eight percent voted for him the first time voted for eight percent of the black population in this country voted for DJT, the president of the United States, the the legitimate president of the United States, eight uh, percent voted for him the first time. Eight percent of black folks voted for Donald John Trump the first time. Twice that many voted for him this time. Fifteen percent. More Latinos voted for him this time. Now, I've been doing mathematics and working with jobs and on jobs that, you know, required mathematical skills for a long time. You know, whether whether it's, you know, mortgage originating or insurance uh, or what have you. You have to be fairly decent with numbers. And I am. I can go through them pretty good in my head. And let me tell you something. When you're talking that type of percentages shifting from one column to the other column, it's virtually impossible for the column to which they shifted to come out with a deficit if the percentages change in the favor of one column to another. It's, it's, it's almost mathematically impossible for the column that gains the percentage to come out with a deficit. That's not mathematically sound. Now, I know, I know, I know that, <laughs> uh, listen, I know that old CNN, MSNBC, but Americans wake up. Numbers, unless they are manipulated, do not lie. 
I don't, I don't care uh, what you may perceive one and one to be. But if you got one and I got one and we put uh, my one on the table and put your one on the table or we throw them on the ground and they're both the same type of item, your one and my one, both the same type of item, we throw them on the ground or we put them on the table and we walk away from them. Guess what? The fact of the matter is there's two items on that table that you put there there's, and I put there. I put one there, you put one there. It will be, there's two things that have been put there. That is just factual knowledge because those numbers cannot lie. You can manipulate them verbally or artificially by making them appear to be more or less than they are visually. You can manipulate the numbers. You can manipulate it and make it appear to be something that it's not. But the truth of the matter is the numbers don't lie. Now, the the, the surest way, the surest way, and perhaps the closest way to make sure that those numbers are not way off is to audit. And you will come up with figures that are close to absolute true. That's why uh, I don't know if any of you ever operated a sexton or anything like that, but uh, it's all about numbers and positioning. And the numbers actually tell you your position. Because they, they don't lie. I wish I was still good with, with uh, the sexton and, and so forth. My dad was excellent with one. And I, I just so wish that I had, um, you know, paid more attention <laughs> when I was a kid um, to those things and held on to them, you know. Um, yeah, in fact, I had a sexton at one time. He had bought me one. And he said, son, always um, have this with you. Of course, back then, there was no such thing as Siri or, or anything. But you know what? Even if you're in the woods and Siri, there's no signal, no nothing. If you got a sexton, if you can find a clear spot, if you can find a clear spot, uh, I would know how to navigate myself to where I need to go. Or at least I used to know. I used to know. I, probably, I don't know. I probably wind up getting eaten by bears in the woods. <laughs> but... uh it's good to know those type things, is what all I'm saying. And no, I will never acknowledge Joe Biden as the legitimate president of the United States unless there is an audit. Because numbers, that's how we got into the Sexton thing and looking at uh, sextons and calculating things when you look at the numbers they just are not they they're not real they can't be real you cannot tell me that 30 million people 
who voted that can't really be accounted for. Who are they? Where they come from? You must have an audit. Otherwise, you, you, you might wind up with civil war. And I don't know, uh, as was said, the tree of liberty must oft times be watered. The blood of patriots. So, uh, you know, for our children and our posterity, as it states in our Constitution, um, it's time for patriots to step up. And you know where they began, don't you? Huh? Patriots begin in the pulpit. Oh, you can always you can, oh yeah, I can prove that biblically. It, be, it begins it begins with the preacher. Israel had lost its identity to Rome. There was no real patriotism there. They liked being Jews, uh, you know, and all of that, but they were very willing to sell out to Rome. Especially the hierarchy. The elites. They did not want any Jewish uh, uprising, and they didn't want the people. No, let them have their feast days and so forth. But my goodness, uh, we're living fine. Let's live fine, and uh, let them eat cake. The patriotism, they were looking They were looking for somebody to restore patriotism to them. Someone like David. Someone like a king, David. They were looking for Jesus to be that person who would restore patriotism to them. And even though uh, this Judeo-Christian ethic that we enjoy in this country is built upon the fact that he is king of king and lord of lords. In my discipline, he is. And in reality, if you'll understand him and come to know him, he'll be that for you too. But the reality for us who are not Jesus preachers is for us to occupy. Yeah, until he comes. It's in the book of Luke. I'm not really sure the chapter and verse, but I know it's in the book of Luke. Occupy until he comes. You can Google it. And that's a military term. And now more than ever. Now more than ever. You should start thinking about uh, just what and space preachers you're, you're occupying. What, what, what are you doing? What what are you what are you saying to your congregations? Are you somehow telling them that this is all right? Uh, no, it's not. The very essence of who we are as Americans, that Judeo-Christian ethic that caused America to be what it is. The ability to actually vote for someone who has your values is being ripped from you. This is not all right. 
And I, I, I'm hearing, I, I heard um, on the radio, I believe it was, where did I hear this? I heard on the radio, yeah, yeah well, maybe, maybe I heard a podcast, I don't know what it was. But anyway, I was hearing this podcast, and this is what the, and I, I'm running out of time uh, here in this segment, but I want to come back to this when I come back to this about This is a podcast, this preacher talking about this, and, and I'm going to set it up for you, and uh, because you need to hear what I'm saying to you on this. I certainly hope you do. But God is still on the throne, and uh, yes, he is. And everything's going to be all right, and yes, it will be. But Reverend, it's more than that. It's deeper than that. It is about what will this man do? Uh, so a man thinketh, what does it cause him to do? Since all of our actions begin with thought, what does it cause you to do? My friends, this, if ever before, is the valley of decision. And you have to choose. You're going to have to choose uh, here. Whether And you know what? So many of you are going to allow others to choose for you. You may choose the same thing that I choose, but at least choose it yourself. And preachers, I'm going to speak to you when I come back because uh, there are just certain things that you can't um, compromise without irreparably damaging the people you came to serve if you don't tell them the truth about choices and the consequences of not weighing the effect of choices. I'll be back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day still in the USA. And yes, it is 
a great day in the USA. I, um, I believe that we can hold the Senate. We can uh, hold even if we get a recount and with um, the presidential election. In fact, friends, I don't want to make that sound as though that is something that is inevitable, that is going to be an overturning of this, um, what the news media has called um, a win for Joe Biden. I don't know if that's, that's, that's going to be overturned. I'm just saying that I will not acknowledge him as legit, legitimate president of the United States unless there is an audit, an audit of this election, county by county, uh, to make sure that more people uh, didn't vote than are registered. That just needs to be uh, clear. That just needs to be settled in the American mind right now. That that didn't happen. And if, in fact, um, Joe Biden did win the presidency outright, fair and square, then all I'm going to be able to say and all I will say with pride, hail to the chief, Mr. President. But if, if he is not, uh, if, if he, and hey, winning that election down in the basement and with the mask on and the horns honking and not giving really interviews and so forth, man, I mean, if you won that race like that, you deserve to be called commander in chief because, brother, you pulled off something that nobody before who have your kind of track record could possibly pull off since knowing that you've only received one percent of your party's uh, uh, vote or, re- or acknowledgement in the last two times. And even this third time that you were, your party didn't want you this time. They uh, Ocasio-Cortez and her bunch, they would have had Bernie Sanders. They they helped you get where you are. Joe Biden, nobody wanted you. Kamala Harris didn't even make it uh, to uh, to Iowa. You have two losers. <laughs> you have two losers. One who is going to be who who uh, the media has has uh, acknowledged as president of the United States. The, the social media has acknowledged as president of the United States, and um, the woman who didn't even make it to. Uh, the real primaries, Kamala Harris, vice president of the United States, two losers. Uh, and and how, how is that possible? I just, I, you know, I just don't get it. Maybe, maybe I'm just, you know, becoming, I don't know, slow or whatever. I don't know. I know I'm not. I'm not coming slow. No way. But I am becoming more baffled. <laughs> I really am. I really am becoming more baffled. And have, have you thought about this? Have you thought about it? Pastors, have you thought about it? Huh? Are you going to go along to get along with this? All the way uh, through the ages, uh, down through history, uh, at least modern history, the, the uh, founding pastors uh, weren't so much like this. Even though some of them may have supported slavery, they weren't uh, uh, of a slave mentality themselves. And uh, it was the church who eventually led the way for the abolishment of, of slavery and 
Quakers, for sure, led the way in doing that. But if the church had been more vocal from the very beginning, the Civil War would have never had to happen. But for the same reasons that happen now, which are financial, oh, pastors of wealthy cotton farmers, they shut up. In fact, they went to the plantation on Sundays and ate chicken. Yeah, a preacher coming around for chicken dinner this Sunday at plantation. So the preacher's not going to say anything about the evil that's going on that he sees that's going on. He might even indulge in it. Who knows? Who knows? Long as somebody telling somebody who got money, they going to heaven. Preachers, are, are, we, are we, hey, of course I, I loved my members who had money. Still love my members that have money. Well, of course you love them. But at what cost are they influencing you or are you influencing them? Because are you not called to be the spiritual? Did you, oh, you took the church because of the income. Not because you were called to the church. Oh, in that case, I do understand why you would be governed by the security rather than by the principle of Christ. To preach in season and out of season. When they want to hear it, they don't want to hear it. And when you're up or when you're down, Huh? People do want, they do crave it. They do, they do crave you telling them the right thing. They crave that. They really, people really do. You just have to know how to tell them. Kids crave instruction. But you just have to know how to tell them. They crave it. Uh, unfortunately for us parents, we don't learn those kind of skills until they're grown. <laughs> why? I tell you why it, it takes so long for us to require those kind of skills because when they're small, you're trying to feed, house, and clothe them. Too tired to develop communication skills. <laughs> there, I tried to tell my children in that way. In fact, Jared, I'm going to have you cut out this portion of the show so that uh, my children can hear and understand why I didn't communicate. As well as I could have. But pastors, are we communicating the right messages? Are we afraid to communicate the right messages? Because civil war is in fact looming if we don't get some kind of understanding. The only thing that will avert Civil war 
in this country is if you, the American citizen, will say to those elected officials, we demand an audit of this 2020 election. 30 million more voted. We want to know who they are. You can't be ghost voters. Follow me on Twitter at Rev, at Rev, R-E-V-C-L, Brian. Follow me on Twitter at Rev, C-L, Brian. If you don't get both hours of the C-L, Brian show, be sure to download free the C-L, Brian show, T-H-E, the C-L, Brian show. Uh, and uh, listen to us wherever you go. Thank all of our friends uh, who are listening to us via uh, Red State Talk Radio and our friends at Loving Liberty as well. Thank you for coming aboard with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation. I will not. I will not. Acknowledge Joe Biden as the legitimate president of the United States until this vote has been audited to make sure more people didn't vote than are registered to vote. How is that possible? As it has been said, Grandma voted Republican all of her life until she died. Then somehow she started voting Democrat after she died. (laughs) Oh, she laughed, she laughed, laughed, laughed. She had a great sense of humor. Sarah. Great, great sense of humor. My grandma. And your grandma may be voting. (laughs) Even though she may be gone. She may be voting. You can check that, you know. It appears that may be the case here. And we need to check this for sure. My friends, um, I admit to you that I was stupid enough to believe that an awakening was going on in this country. If if, if this election is not audited, I'm going to feel very, very stupid. Because I actually put faith in the American people and according to CNN, MSNBC and all of them, they're saying that you have lost your minds. I don't think you have. I don't think you voted for Joe Biden. I don't think you did. They say you did. They want to close this thing out as as soon as possible because they're saying you did. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. 
numerically it does not jive. When you move percentages of black vote from one column to the other column, when you move even a larger percentage of Latino vote from one column to the other column, mathematically, when percentages are shifted from one column to the other column, mathematically, they can't produce a deficit. They're not going to produce a deficit. They will always be a plus because the percentages were shifted from one column to the other column. In other words, what am I saying? I am saying it's it's virtually mathematically impossible for Donald Trump to have lost simply based on the percentages that shifted. Just based on the percentages. And these 30 million votes that are truly unaccounted for and who, who, who they are, uh, you may never know. I am not saying that you will have anything, because I don't know if you can prove that they didn't. Ex- I don't know if you can prove it. It'd be diff- too difficult. And once the electoral uh, college, once the people who are seated on the electoral college declare a winner, that constitutionally cannot be revoked, cannot be overturned. So if you're going to act, if we're going to act, you better act now. Quickly, quickly, folks, quickly. Hustle up, quickly. The American people can demand it. Demand it. Ads in your newspaper, call your radio stations, call your congressmen, congresswomen. Oh, my goodness. How is it possible? Count them. 17, 16, 17 women. Women have been seated in Congress. They rode in on Donald Trump's coattails. And he lost? (laughs) They rode in on his coattails, but he lost. No, 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 no. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. And he lost? Friends, let me tell you something. You had better wake up. You better wake up. It's being lost right in front of you. But I was stupid enough to believe that somehow an awakening was occurring. The blood poisoning has gone down, but we can purge it. That's what. Yeah. The movement of draining the swamp even got got even bigger. Ten million people more voted for Trump than voted for the first black president. And he lost when uh, 
The military was stronger than it has ever been. Unemployment was lower than it had ever been among blacks, Latinos, and uh, 60 years for women. The wall to protect our southern border was being built. He had China and North Korea in check, even the Iranians. He had them in check. He had put together an incredible peace deal with the Middle East and Israel. He presided over the most effective economy our nation had ever seen. He has produced, with working with scientists since January 13th, now a vaccine for something that was unleashed on America. And he loses. And, and, and you put in, you, you, you want me to believe that we are stupid enough to elect Joe Biden who has never done anything other than steal from people while using his office as vice president. That's the Joe Biden. You, 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 you're voting Trump out to put him in? For what? For what? Doesn't make sense to me. Makes sense to you? It makes sense to you? Well, we have a chance. Get this election certified. Get this election audited. Get it audited, not certified. Get it audited. That's the only way I'll ever um, recognize Joe Biden as the legitimate president of the United States is if this uh, election is audited. I'm back in a minute. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Oh. 
CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation daily right here on the CL Bryant Show over Red State. Red State Talk is the platform that we are on, largest talk platform in uh, the nation, and so glad to be a part of it. Listen, folks, do y'all remember the Obama administration? Huh? You remember that? You remember how unemployment was? You you remember that? You remember uh, there were no shovel-ready jobs? You remember that? Well, Joe Biden was vice president to that. And the only thing Joe Biden was doing in, uh, during that time was allowing his son, Hunter, and his brother, Jim, to sell the family name while he was vice president for favors of money. Millions, millions, millions of dollars. Probably half, probably um, 500 million, you know, probably that much. They've made a lot, a lot of money. The Bidens have. But he's never done anything politically. He's never done anything for the black community. Except this corn pop story. I don't know. He, I guess he saved the pool from uh, from corn pop. I don't know. Was, uh, corn pop was a bad dude from what I, from everybody's, from what Joe Biden says. Nobody, nobody else knew corn pop. <laughs> now, now, this is the funny part about it. <laughs> this is the funny part about it. Joe comes up with this. Joe just pulls his name out of. <laughs> Joe pulls his name out of the air. What was this? Well, yeah, I was fighting this guy one time. He was a tough dude. His name was Corn Pop. And uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Joe and Corn Pop. Well, Joe, other than saving the pool from Corn Pop, I, 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 don't, I don't recognize, I don't see anything that you... Done. You remember the Obama administration? You remember that? What it was like? Oh, black folks was walking around on a cloud, but they were coming out from under the ether. They were beginning to feel the pain really bad. For four years, uh, you know, well, I'd say for two and a half years in the black community, uh, the ether, after two and a half years of Obama, in the black community, the truth really be known. And the truth will never be told. The truth is known. The pain was beginning to be felt. After two and a half years, and then the third year of the Obama administration, it was obvious that he wasn't even thinking about black folks. But he wasn't thinking about the bettering their cause or nothing. There were no opportunity zones. There was no relief uh, for HBCUs, um, black colleges and universities. Uh, In fact, uh, Obama almost cut. I believe Obama was going to cut money for that. He did nothing for the black community. He did nothing for us. Did nothing for the black community. Nothing. Oh, you may say, oh, you need health care. Well, that's assuming that all black folk go get sick, right? Oh, we go have diabetes and and all this kind of stuff, right? 
No, let's be healthy. Let's be healthy. And let's be healthy because we're making money to be able to afford the kind of uh, medical help we need. Let's focus on being healthy and making money. Not what's available from the government. Are you hearing me? Oh, whatever's available. I mean, hey, I want the government to be wealthy too, just in case we fall on hard times as a nation, but not as individuals. You should have it socked away. Save it for a rainy day. I know, hey, a lot of rainy day funds, the rainy day funds have been definitely gone into during these last nine months. I know even men. I don't even want to talk about it. Especially if you have kids that uh, suffered more than you. You kept them afloat and it hurt you to do it. But you did it. <clears throat> you tried anyway. And they're still thriving. But like everything, there comes a moment when everybody has to wake up. And America, the moment has come now that all of us, all of us who value what we were were and, um, you know, what we want to be or want to continue being, time for us to wake up. It's, it's, it's leaving us. It's slipping away. It's slipping away. And if this vote, if you actually, if you actually voted for Joe Biden, um, yeah, he'll be the president of the United States. And, uh, you know, um, midterms come around. There's a good chance that unless, you know, America just totally lost his mind and most of us have an abandoned ship, you know. And rolls around, you might take the the house back. You might even increase your hold on the Senate. I believe you're going to hold the Senate. And if for some ungodly reason, Joe Biden becomes the 46th president of the United States, uh, you know, you will send a shot across the bow that you're going to take the presidency in 2024. And Republicans will be back in control, but um, you know we have to make it there. We have to survive to twenty twenty. We have to survive two years. Well, eighteen, when, about twenty months. If worse comes to worse, um, we will lose the Senate, and uh, we don't have the House, and we will lose the presidency. And over the next two years, the Democrats will put in place, they will shove it where the sun don't shine up every American. Their radical policies to fundamentally change this country. And um, my problem is too many of you, and I'm talking to you preachers too, have shown that somehow 
you are being taken advantage of and you like it. I was so proud of my pastor um, preaching the unadulterated word of God the way he has been. You know, these preachers in Louisiana, my home state, they're getting these um, letters from the governor. You know what the letters are saying to them? The pastors, the churches. In my home state, we pastors, 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 pastors are receiving letters telling us not to sing. Man, uh, our pastor and I led our congregation in singing like (laughs) we were never going to sing again. (laughs) You know, we sung yesterday. Why? Because somebody told him he couldn't. I was never more on board or in love with my pastor (laughs) than I was when he said that. Government, government telling us not to sing. What? Americans, you better wake up. You had better wake up. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. And no, don't you misinterpret what I said. I didn't say nothing. Just run it back. Replay the tape. (laughs) You better wake up. We can be successful. Uh, If we hold this Senate, we can be successful in holding the line and the radical changes that could occur if we should lose the presidency will not occur if we're able to hold the Senate. And if, if, if we don't hold the Senate, those two seats in Georgia, and all we need to do is win one of them. But we will have uh, a command, certain command, if we win them both. I have a feeling we're going to win them both. If we lose them, by the time we're able to chase down the stick that the the Democrats would have thrown, by the time we're able to retrieve it and bring it back, Something else would have moved on. I believe there's there'd be a moving on because people tend to become adopted to the worst situations. Isn't that amazing? People adapt to the worst situations. And if we lose the Senate and Chuck Schumer becomes 
majority leader of the Senate and becomes the majority leader in the Senate. A fundamental change will come over this nation. You heard him in the streets of Georgia. Take Georgia, we take the world. We take Georgia, we change America. And the fundamental change that they have wanted and have been wanting to bring about in this country since Obama took the oath of office and Hillary Clinton fumbled and dropped the pass that he threw to her. Since then, they have had it in their sights to fundamentally change this country. America, now's the time, now's the time more than any other time. You got to be determined. You must be determined. If we are to go on as we were, or just succumb and become just another common country on the scrap heap of history. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and my heartfelt desires that God will bless and keep you all. through